Things I Wish I Knew About Money. I'm your host, Camille Smith. And I'm your co-host, your boy, Dre. And this is... <laughs> we so hit the milestone. Is, huh? I know, this is our milestone. We have reached a thousand, okay? We are over a thousand. The last time I looked, we were at a thousand and twelve listens. Wow. So big up Marvin. Big up, big up, big up. Helping us reach that. And just for that, you know, I'm and this so is how it's going to look sometimes, guys. Me trying to find my sound. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be prepared peace. most times, you know? So, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes. So it's episode 23, and we finally. It's not live right now, but yeah. we're actually going to be showing this one on YouTube. So Yeah, we're going to show this video. You guys and we're going to go live next week. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a long, long week. And um, I just wanted to take a moment on a, on a, a little serious uh, note. I lost... Uh, a loved one, uh, my mom, and I just want to give her this tribute uh, for this moment to tell her I love her. She's my number one supporter, and she's forever going to be with Fitness IQ and with Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast, and she knows she loves Flip Flop. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> flip and Lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We get to flip flop all the time, and you know, I, I can tell your your mom is incredible. Um, she is our number one fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talks about our podcast every week, and she shows nothing but love and support. So, you know, I too, um, you know, we're like Camille always said, you know, we're Smith, but we're not direct blood family, but we are still family. And, you know, I felt like I, I lost a mother too when uh, Camille, uh, mom passed. So I want to show, you know, my, my love and support. And, you know, to all our listeners, please send all your loves and appreciation at this time for Camille. And we're just going to take a moment of silence, you know, yeah. to show our love and support. Bless you, bless you. I don't actually know. The moment is, but you know, I had to represent for my mom. But yeah. on on a brighter note, we are here. We're excited. Um, 
no matter what happens, unless it's mm -hmm. a, you know, Christmas break or something, we come to you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just to, you know, give you that knowledge that yeah. we've been always wanting to share with y'all. Definitely. Um, and we have a big one this week. We have a big one. Yeah. This week we're going to be talking about um, none other. I, 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 before I even go into like all of this detail about him, yeah. you know, this guy, I, I actually admire him from I was a boy. Yes. Like I look up to him and I was like, whoa, I, I want to be like this guy. But this week we're going to talk about none other than Michael Leachin. And we're going to talk about his uh, wealth creation principles. Yeah. Right, um, Michael Leachin is a is a is a great person. He's a philanthropist. He's a businessman, and he's done a lot uh, for his country and for other countries. Right, um, mm -hmm. and so we're gonna talk about uh, some of the work that he's been doing. <clears throat> and you met him not too long ago, right? Yeah, um, and you know what? I, 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 people keep telling me um, about my reaction, like. I had one person messaging me and say, hey, Andre, I've never seen you smile so much. And I'm, and I'm like, yes, because uh, not only was it like a, a dream come true to actually be in the same space with Michael Lee Chin, but to have him talking to me directly in the video. And it was just so crazy because it wasn't planned. Yeah. Um, he just came in <clears throat> and he was uh, demonstrating his um, wealth creation principles and some of us... Um, frameworks that he came up with and he chose me out of the audience right and so we spent a good like 20 to 30 minutes of the the two-hour lecture and he's like using me as the example and to demonstrate and it was just so incredible right I, I, I felt so good and the other thing that um, uh, stood out to me was that there were three generations of Jamaican Jamaicans in that uh, that lecture there was Michael Lee Chin there's yeah. Westall and then there's myself. So it's really incredible to see uh, Jamaicans coming together in such a, a, a space uh, to depart in knowledge. So big up a lot to uh, Michael Leachin and uh, Westall uh, for the incredible work that they continue to do. Yeah. And respectfully, respectfully, I'm going to just do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Mm. Mr. Chin, uh, uh, made it in the um, the Forbes list yes. of uh, billionaires, so that that's uh, an incredible milestone. The first Jamaican to actually uh, go in the Forbes list. You know, um, them always so Jamaicans look about them Talawa, and this honestly <laughs> is not a reason why people say that because yeah. it doesn't matter how gigantic the task seems, we we'll yeah. always find a way to make it to the top. Right, so big up, big up, big up, big up on that um, major accomplishment there. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about. Uh, so, Michael Leachin, um, he has a number of uh, frameworks that he came up with, right? And mm -hmm. so, in this chat, he was talking about uh, making sure that you have a framework, right? Because framework is important if you want to achieve success. And, you know, whatever your framework is, just having a framework that works for you and sticking to it mm -hmm. uh, can really, you know, bring about great success. So Michael Leachin grew up in um, Port, uh, Portland, Jamaica, right? And um, didn't grow up with much. And, mm -hmm. you know, throughout his, his years, like he's been through a lot of struggles, like many people. Um, but for him, 
he he continued to fight the odds and you know made some some tough decisions some of them risky a lot of them uh, some people wouldn't do yeah. and um, I guess you can say it paid off right because right now um, I remember in the class when he was saying how he took a five hundred thousand dollar loan to buy this company right now who <laughs> who would take a five hundred thousand dollar loan to buy um, a company right? That's I can't say a lot of people. <laughs> who would. Exactly, a lot of people wouldn't do that, right? Mm. So this guy bought his company and he was able to to grow the company. So yeah. his money more than uh, doubled. So he made a killing. Nice. Right? Thankfully. And then he sold that company, went on to start a different company and grew that company as well. Made a killing. Right? And then he went on to buy um, NCB uh, from the Jamaican government. Right, a failing bank. Huh? This guy um, grew this bank into the largest bank um, in Jamaica, right? surpassing the likes of uh, the Bank of Nova Scotia in Jamaica. So that's incredible. This is, uh, um, you know, Michael Leachin, uh, he's an inspiration to many. I know for certain that he is to me. And it's somebody that I've always looked up to. And so we're, like I said, we're talking about him so that more people can, you know, hear of right. Michael Leachin and can learn about his principles, right? Yeah. What are some of those principles that he talk about? Huh? What's some of the principles then? Hold on, let me get the thing. Find the charger there. Get the notes, get the notes. Get the notebook, get out a notebook. Get Whoever out a notebook. Um listening make sure we're gonna go we're gonna say the the five principles a little bit slowly so you guys can get an idea and um to take take this into consideration right yeah uh, i'll with the first one uh the person owned owns a few high quality businesses mostly private mm -hmm. so i would say yeah, that, that's really important. Uh, let's see. The second one is the person understands, keyword, understands the businesses and the environment. Mm -hmm. um, you got the third one? Yeah, yeah, I, I got them. The businesses are domiciled in strong long-term growth industries. And we're going to explain these a little bit more, but I'll just go through the list. Yeah. The person uses... OPM, which is other people's money, and mm. OPT, other people's time, mm. right? And the fifth one, they created wealth by holding for the long run. Now, we're going to talk about these. So um, I guess what Michael Leachin is saying is for any business, when you're going to invest in that business or, you know, acquire that business, yes. uh, you have to look at these factors, Right. Because, uh, and we, were, we actually use the example of a mutual fund, right? And he's saying that for you to, for a person to, to do well in a business, yeah. the person, own, person has to own a few high quality business, right? And looking at more successful people, you look at it, they actually, it's actually true. They own a few high quality successful business. But when he was talking about mutual fund, for example, he said, you know, mutual fund, there are a couple hundred of companies yeah. in a fund. So how do you know um, if those business, uh, businesses are high quality? Like you don't, you don't know what's going on with those businesses, right? 
I was about to ask you, what is what is like the definition like of a, a high quality business? Well, I, I mean, I would think you probably want to look at like um, sales and, you know, management, right? Mm -hmm. So if the sales is, is really well um, relative to the industry that it's operating in um, and it has good management, then I'd probably say that might be a benchmark for um, what would be considered a high quality, mm -hmm. right? And the person understands, huh? And maybe even like customer satisfaction, right? Exactly, yeah. Without that. It's nothing, right? <laughs> so if you have a good yeah good customer base and um customers um appreciate the business then definitely that's uh another measure for um high quality business yes and yes. i mean if you think about it for the for the second point you say you know like person understands the business environment like that actually makes sense like if you're in a business environment that you don't understand then you know it doesn't make any sense right and yes. it goes back to investing like i see a lot of people investing in stocks these days and they don't have a clue what's going on with that business they're yeah. buying based on um FOMO right which is the mm -hmm. fear of missing out and because everybody talking about it you jump on it but you don't understand that business environment you don't even you don't know what's going on with that business so you're bound to make a terrible business uh, investment decision yeah. uh, some people might make some quick cash out of like fast moving stocks mm -hmm. but others gonna lose yeah. right and we don't want y'all to lose. We don't want y'all exactly. to lose. <laughs> we don't want nobody to lose. We want people to make money, right? Right. <laughs> so business, um, they're in a strong long-term growth industry. So that's something as well that you want to look at. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, like um, at one point I was more of a short-term uh, trader. But as I started to um, hone in on my investment decisions and, um, and everything and just starts um, sticking to evil principles like uh, Michael Lee Chin and Robert F. Smith and others, um, I start to become more of a long-term thinker in terms of my investment, right? Because um, I find that, uh, yes, there are quick profits uh, in, the, the, in the market, but I, I feel like uh, long-term, uh, there's far more to gain from the market because what I, what I, what I realized in my experience is that, you know, Yes, you made some quick profit here, but then you make some quick loss there, <laughs> right? And so it's like it's evening out, so right? And so your overall profit is so slim. Yeah. And then I also recognize that there are times when I lost, I missed out on potential growth. Like I sold too early and then I see that stock more than triple. <laughs> the many times you've talked about it. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Many times. Right? Oh. I'll give you a perfect example, Stitch Fix. Mm. I learned of... Um, uh, Stitch Fix when I was in uh, California and why I decided to invest in Stitch Fix was because at the time their chief marketing officer was a woman and she's Jamaican and so I was like damn they're they have a black woman as yeah. their chief marketing officer and a Jamaican on top right That's so I'm gonna invest in a Stitch Fix and yeah. Stitch Fix at the time was trading at about uh, $18 when I invested in it yeah and me and my enough self now gonna sell it off at uh i think i sold it at like 28 or something long the old the stock went up i think like i think close to a hundred dollars per share <laughs> exactly how hurt how hurt are you <laughs> oh how hurt terrible. Are you? That, uh, there, there's a lesson for everyone um 
when there's a potential for certain stocks, if if not, like sell it, sell half, right? So Good point. Yeah. Just in case, yeah. you know. <laughs> and that's an important lesson that I, I, I learned. That's a good point. Uh, oh my! Profit, sell, sell the like sell the amount to get the profit to get back what you put in, or or just sell half or something like that. But don't yeah. uh, sell everything. I mean, we, you know, we live and learn. Every every yeah. day we're learning something new, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, um, I think when you say the like a strong long term growth industry. I like think of like certain um, industries in a sense, like if you mm -hmm. want to even think about in stocks, we would say like technology is going right. to be a long-term growth. Um, I guess like, um, oh, well, that's biotech. So it's kind of the same thing or yeah. even What's another another industry like? I'm I'm looking at my my little well, notes. <laughs> healthcare, I mean, healthcare, 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 um, and I mean EVs are is a good one too, but um, it, not those overpriced companies that you, you can't justify the valuation. Yeah, See, like when it comes to the investing people, valuation is important. I don't know if anyone watches um, Shark Tank, but if you go on there and ask it for a certain amount of money uh, for a certain percentage, they're going to see whether or not the valuation makes sense. Yeah. If it's a ridiculous valuation, they're not going to invest. Mm -hmm. So like, wait, why would you invest in certain companies that don't have any sales to justify the valuation? Exactly. And especially in a long-term basis. On a short-term basis, yes, mm -hmm. you might make money from all the hype. But if you're holding all that hype and waiting long-term, Chances are you're gonna lose all the money that um, you made in the from all the short-term hype, and that's what we've been seeing with a few stocks, some of those big tech stocks. Listen, <laughs> I you know what? Like even though like a lot's been going on uh, a couple weeks, I March, I stopped looking at it. I think February. I was like, mm -mm, <laughs> yeah, me out too. of mind, and um, I'm just now like peeking at my phone I'm like oh what's going on what's going on in the stock market right yep um there was a um a couple ones that have been doing well or i've been like following the news and they've affected certain things but really haven't um right. but i guess soon i will be you know paying attention to my portfolio because i see it just <laughs> going back up There's so i'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of happy about that. And, um, ooh, using other people's money. Big one, big one, that's big one. That's a big one. And that's what we talked about before. We talked about leverage, right? Leverage, yep. Um, so that's a that's a big plus. You, we have to learn how to leverage um, yeah. effectively so we can, mm -hmm. you know, build. Well, and, yeah. and um, when it comes to other people's time, I think once you've been able to, you know, sometimes most people become like a sole proprietorship and transition into a, a business owner. Um, mm -hmm. If they're able to manage and be able to, you know, have a great leadership, they'll be able to use other people's time and have a team yeah. and then just and build that system. Yeah. Um, 
so that's a that's a good aspect i think <laughs> in in the you know couple months i'll say that i will definitely take that in because mm-hmm. that's the only way you'll be able to survive in yep. entrepreneurship as well yep. and the last one uh they created wealth by holding for the long term oh, sorry long run um, yeah i always say it's 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 a marathon. It's not a race or a sprint. Mm-hmm. So you have to take it. You have to take your time. This, yeah. you know. Everybody, I rush it. Everybody, I rush quick. <laughs> and you, and 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 you're not unless, I mean, if you do some scans and things. But um, yeah, just just take your time. Take yeah, your time. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because you know what, like. Um, it's it's something that I've seen over and over um, in our communities. Like people want to get rich quick. Everybody want to make quick money. Let me tell you. Like, <coughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I was there. So I'm not even gonna make it look like say yo, I wasn't there. Like it was a learning process for me too, right? And yeah. I wanted to make quick money, but I, I realized that you know like over time by it's the actions that you take today, right? that is going to build true wealth tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so like, even, um, you know, in my, my video that I did and I talked about um, putting more of your money into assets, right? So that was a great it, video, you know, by the way. That was a great thanks. video. Oh, yeah. It's great. And it, I love the visual. You know, once you're a visual learner, it, yeah. it makes sense. Um, so I'm glad you did that. And I posted it. <laughs> I oh, nice. It. Thanks. Yeah. Well, um, I have a couple more coming. Um, just thinking about different concepts that I can put in the video. But yeah, man, like, um, so put your money in assets and uh, take uh, other people's money. The bank does it all the time, right? The bank take your money, the bank take my money, and they make more money, right? So bank is not your friend, okay? Nope. The bank They're is not your shareholders. friend. They're there for their shareholders. So exactly. the interest that the bank charges you versus the interest that the bank pays out, that's called a spread, right? Mm-hmm. So look at the credit card, for example. You know, the bank charges like 20% on credit card, but they give you, let's say, 1% in savings. <laughs> that spread is 18%, which means that the bank makes 18%, right? So you can do the same thing Right? By borrowing, for example, like you borrow from this bank, you, you buy a, a, an investment property, mm-hmm. right? And that property, somebody pays for your equity and somebody uh, and, and generates positive cash flow for you. Yes. If you got if you get a return on investment of let's say 10% per year, and the bank is charging you uh, 3% or 4% per year per annum in, for the mortgage, if it's 4% and you're making 10% return on investment per year, then your spread is what? Uh, if it's th- if it's 3%, then it's 7% spread. That sounds perfect to me. I don't know about you. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. And what you do with that situation? Replicate. Replicate. Rinse replicate. and repeat. Rinse and repeat. And repeat. It's, Just like it's, that. It's right? not so, rocket science. Yeah, and so it's like that's why we're trying to tell people, and you know, these are the things we we wish we knew about money a long time ago. Hey, when you're Jamaican, say from Wapikil, Philip, we should have known about them thing. Huh? Listen, 
hey, I want to know which year Wapi and Philip died because I feel like every generation yeah. Jamaican say from Wapi killed Philip. So <laughs> I want to know in which generation Philip and Wapi um, uh, died because they've been around for centuries. Yeah. And I found I, I overheard myself out uh, using it to Nathan the other day. Mm. Um, but Wapi killed Philip. <laughs> so um, he's probably like, huh, Dad? <laughs> right, Chanel was like, um, hold on, did what uh, Philip uh, died before the um, long before uh, Nathan born? When what what and Philip have to do with Nathan, <laughs> anyways? Um, oh, so yeah, so the only thing I knew about money growing up, and we, we've talked about this before, is you know, you just get the check, you work, mm. or you have um, a little shopping at the market in a Spanish town because I grew up in Spanish town, you have a little market. Yeah. Like a little shop and you know sell some goods and that's it. Mm. You hope for you hope for the best. Yes. Hope for the best. Surviving. Right? Surviving. It's all about hoping for the best. But we are on this podcast to teach the community how to move away from hoping to, for the best and making strategic decisions to bring about the best I, for you <laughs> and your family, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 it I'm not saying it's easy, no. It's not easy, but once you have the right mindset and the right attitude and you start work toward it, you'll find creative ways. Yeah. You'll start to find creative ways to get there. And okay. once you own one property, it becomes easier to own another property and another one and another one. Yeah. It's right? like when you make when you make um when you make one sale in your new business or you make a thousand dollars or hundred yeah. say a hundred. You you make a hundred dollars in your business. Then you worked, um, you work smarter to figure out how to make another hundred or get to a thousand and exactly. so on and so forth. So that's exactly. really important to, to learn. We don't we we no longer want anyone to work like paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Right. And that is it does start with your mindset. It does. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, um, it has it has more to do with your mindset than how much you're making at your day job, to be honest. Right, yeah. because you always hear them say it's not how much you make, it's how much you spend. That how much you spend depends on your mindset. Because I'll tell you this, I come into this country and I've seen people with high school, mm-hmm. with a, a regular job, not no major high paying job or not. Yeah. And I see that person own multiple properties. Right, because that person so work they hard, they save the money. Right? Exactly. And they're smart about how they go. They're smart about it. Yeah. But here, here, here are three things where um, Leachin said. Yeah. So he might say three steps to success as he sees it. Three steps, right? I'm going to underscore them. Three steps uh, because I want everybody to be successful. Whatever success looks like, you know, for some people, it looks completely different. Mm-hmm. But the first one he said is to find a role model. Right, so find somebody who you want to be like or who you, you really look up to, right? And the thing about role model is that you can find a physical person mm-hmm. or it can be somebody that you have access to only on the internet. Like for me, I never had access to reaching. My first time meeting him was on the chat the other day, but I've always looked to him as a role model, right? Get get, um, yeah, find a role model. Get the recipe. Huh? There's so many role models so many. that you can have, right? Um, yeah. I have like, I like to say like my role models 
<clears throat> are mostly like my mentors, uh, family that, you know, like supports yeah. and things. So that is um, on a whole, a key to success for reals, because, you yeah. know, when you don't have the right mindset, yeah, you need someone that's able to, to give you that positivity and all that great stuff. So if you notice that someone in your corner is yeah, kind of negative. Right. Just step back just a little bit. Precisely. And yep. try to find someone that will give you the positive aspect that you need and everything. Yeah, yeah. That positive energy is really important. I'm telling you, like it having negative people around you can really set you back big time. And I think we've all had that experience, but yes. definitely want to surround yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. That's yeah, I like that there. Yeah. Uh, the recipe. All right. Get the recipe. You're making. It's just like oh, I'm gonna tell you. It's just like oh, some people when they find the recipe for jerk chicken, they get super excited, and you work on the recipe. They say your first, your first jerk chicken. Oh, it turned out. It never turned out so good. I remember somebody do some jerk chicken and show me, and it looked white. I mean, I said, mm, go back to the drawing board. <laughs> that not ready yet. That not ready yet. Um, uh, but if, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna just eat this by myself. <laughs> of course, that's all I can do at that point. Right? I don't think nobody ever want a white jerk chicken. Oh my gosh, it reminds me of the rest. <laughs> Remember the other day how I told you about the soup? The soup, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was. I'm not gonna lie, we we barely ate it, but I was just trying to take, you know, yeah, you yeah. do what you have, the, but yeah. um, make sure you have the uh, an ideal recipe for success to be for able success, to, yeah, you know, yeah, you have to figure out the recipe there. Look at the other successful people. As much as, I mean, not everybody not gonna have the same journey, but if you look at it, there are a lot of um, similarities, right? Yeah. So look at it and figure out what the recipe is. I'll, t- I'll tell you this, hoping and praying and, and saying, you know, like things, no, the, the Lord help those who help themselves. You have to like put in the work. Yeah. You can't just hope. Exactly. You have to go and work. You know, they right? need action too, right? You need action. All right. So you have to put in the work. You can't just sit down and say, oh, um, may I, you know, may I have time or, um, you know, like I see a lot of people say, oh, I'm not rushing anything. Well, nobody's not saying to rush, but uh, you definitely want to start putting certain things in place. And the best time to do it is in your younger years, right? Because it's by the time you touch 40 and you need a much Oh, that, that, that happens in 40? I thought that happens in the 30s. <laughs> no, no, son, not 30. No, no, yeah, my need to start trimming it. <laughs> That's still no, sharp. Wait, as soon as I hit 30. Strong. Oh, yeah. my God. Yoga, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yoga. <laughs> um, but yeah, but absolutely. Like, anyone that's still, you know, youngish, 20s mm-hmm. and 30s. 20s and 30s is like your building up stage. Yeah. So you want to really, like, um, try to, you know, work hard but smart at the same time. Yeah. You don't want to overwork yourself and burn out. We've had those experiences when we're burning out. We're like, yeah. oh. but that's why we're, you know, building the foundation to have a way, you know, once we get to 40, 
but we're mm-hmm. really gonna be born um, burned out. Yeah, it's just smooth sailing. You're just like, yes, this is why I did it in my early. So I did it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know, uh, what I what I've seen it's a part of the Jamaican culture, and I don't know if it it exists in other cultures. It probably does. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, you know, Jamaicans loved say if me didn't know. Right, and don't wait to that point where you are say if you didn't know because mm-hmm. you did know. Yes. You just never want to know about it. Yeah. Right. Um, true. I, 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 and I see a lot of people who say, "Yo, like, oh, if we didn't know, somebody get sick in my forties, we'd have saved a little money." Well, <laughs> there, you, you know, there was a possibility. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Nobody is uh, immune to like sickness and stuff like that. Exactly. And um, <laughs> it's funny because I want to address certain things with with saving up for the future and stuff. Because, listen, yeah. if you don't have things saved up for, like, sickness and everything, right. you're screwed. And, and I think a lot of people should be mindful and, and stop having that YOLO uh, yes. mindset. Exactly. Listen, there's gonna be a day when you can't go to work. Yup. And 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 you you didn't prepare properly to like um, secure some funds. And mm. then that's why it's really important to have like multiple streams of income. Um, because if one time one stream goes away, you still have the next still one. Still have the others, yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So, like we said you earlier. We're building that foundation, yeah. so we're able to be, um, you know, yeah, uh, good overall. And stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're in your twenties, perfect you just time. Just grind, grind, grind. Yeah, just grind, grind. Um, ba- but find balance, of course. We need to find balance. Yeah. Uh, and everything. Don't, and don't, follow, don't follow my motto: uh, hustle or die. <laughs> don't follow that yeah don't do that one please don't, don't do, do it <laughs> don't do that one and then uh the third one is do not change the recipe but i mean sometimes you have to change the recipe you know no nah, man if it tastes good nobody change it because you know what are they spoiling up <laughs> what are they spoiling up the food that is true that is true and that's it... happened to me multiple times eh? i try something no no often it good i must let it me a mix up recipe and the food come out taste bad and that yeah. always that when you have people over. I'm <laughs> never <laughs> experiment. Never experiment when you have people coming over. Yes. I think um, that is true because, oh, man, I lost my train of thought for a second. It's like, you're just like, oh, let me just tweak it. Just a let me just add this little thing. And you're mm. just like, mm, why did I change what I usually do? Right, why? right. Especially if it's like a classic um recipe mm. don't change it it's like don't would you change Ooh, what's it what's mm, i can salt fish mm-hmm. yeah like i've i've seen some variations to i can salt fish and yeah. no but us i guess it's a classic yeah and you have to, like maintain that classic and don't you mix know? don't mix the aki i remember one time mm-hmm. i ate aki and I thought I was going to die because one was oh, soft wow. and one was hard. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because, you know, with Aki, yeah. if it's not um, properly ready, 
Yeah, yeah. Poisonous. Yeah, it's yeah. poisonous. So I was like, yeah. Holy. I just ate poisonous aki. Mm, yeah, that's crazy. Good. I had one of poisonous aki, but actually, speaking of aki, like, what's your favorite? Um, like, wh what do you like your aki mix, mix with? Because I love my aki mix with um redderin. I don't. Huh. I'm cool with saltfish, but I, I prefer my preference is redderin. It's usually saltfish. Saltfish, um, okay. Yeah, that's that's what my my mom my grandma my dad that's that's all they made right um mm. i feel like there was a time i had aki and okra mm -hmm. maybe aki i'm making it up maybe i'm I making like it up i feel like i'm making it up but i feel like i have tried that um no man, that, no man that, that's i dish i've um mm. I, I like my my brother used to um do aki and okra but it's like i yeah. Uh, non meat eat of them. You know what? I might have to make that soon because I just remember I made okra. Or I bought okra. So I should try the, the Asian <laughs> rendering. You uh, if you try it, you'd, you'd love it. But you have to give me the recipe. Uh, sure. Yeah. I actually did that at um my barbecue. Yeah. And um people loved it. Yeah. Asian rendering. So Good when stuff. everything cools off, you know where I'm going. <laughs> 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 you have to get some good stuff, good food. But you know, I, I was uh, I was reading this book, um, yeah. and I think I talked about it a lot. Uh, even in my my entrepreneurship class recently, I shared a, a part with the students. Um, actually, they <laughs> had my last class, and it was so emotional. Yeah. Uh, no one wanted uh, to leave the class. Oh. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the crazy part is like, um, at first when I started teaching, I was like, oh my God, I'm so young in comparison to everyone else. But it never felt that way. Like it felt like a really good conversation and yeah. Anyways, so I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the golden um, circle or the golden, yeah, the golden circle. Do you like I have, but by who, by who? Um, no, it's, it's not. The, I don't know who founded the concept, the Golden Circle, but um, mm. the book that I'm reading it's um, "Start with Your Why" by uh, Simon uh, Sinek. Yeah. But uh, in it, he talks about the Golden Circle, right? Which is um, your why, your how, and your what. Okay. Right. Mm. And um, the part that fascinated me uh, the most was that it was talking about um, the different parts of your brain. Yes. Right, which is um, your your limbic brain and neocortex, right? And he's saying that your limbic brain is associated with your why. Okay. Right. So people, uh, and 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 then the whole idea of that gut feeling that people get when they come across a situation. So you might be you might run into somebody and then you get an immediate impression of them. Yeah. And you're like you know. As Jamaicans, that's my spirit. I think there's somebody there, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's your your, and, and some people call that your gut feeling. Mm. That's because that part of your brain that focuses on why process yes. information a lot faster and gives you a, 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 a really accurate um, answer, like probably mostly accurate about a situation or a decision. And then it says so in the neocortex, um, that's where we process more information. So by the time it gets to the what, you mm. start get, gathering more information. So you're like, okay, let me gather some more information or whatever. Mm -hmm. By the time you gather a lot more information, you tend to be a lot more uncertain about the decision. So you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. Because True. by now, 
you're, it's so hard to decipher uh, which is which. So anyways, that was just like so interesting to like put some um, knowledge behind this gut feeling thing. And, you know, I wanted to just like pitch that out there. <laughs> and it was even talking about in the, in, the, in the context of selling as well. Like if you have a business and you are, if you sell your what in business, then people are less likely to buy because if you sell your what, then it becomes harder because no, I'm going to have to make a decision between your what and somebody else's what and mm-hmm. 10 other people's what that's selling the same product. So your mm-hmm. what is like, oh, it comes with this, 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 this. But so, do, so does the, the, the 10 other competitors. But if you sell your why, then people are more likely to re- resonate with your why and buy your why. Mm-hmm. Right. So very interesting. And I think um, selling your why is is what we normally do, right? Yeah. Everyone knows our our main goals is to share financial literacy to exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. Like we're going like international now. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking they're all over. All over the place. Right. So it's it's just amazing how um I'm glad that you you shared that light. What about the so there's the what, the why, and what's and the, the third one? The third one is the how. The so the whole, okay. Yeah. So it's saying um, if you're if you're to communicate, um, you know, your sales pitch, um, I believe you start with your your why. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the right order is starting with your why. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you go to your how. Yes. And then what. Right. So start with why. Why yeah. we are doing this. So flip and floss existed, for example, because I struggled. Um, a lot financially, racking up 50 grand in debt, no asset, no nothing, mm. right? That would be my wife for Flip and Floss, yeah. right? And what would be your wife for Fitness IQ? I think you mentioned it on the last thing as well. Oh, like being, uh, helping people be financially fit? Yeah. Um, I think, you know what? I remember doing going to like a webinar where um, a life coach, I'll say, Noelle, yeah. I don't remember his last name right now, but he knows who he is. <laughs> um, he he tried to fix up my my pitch because usually I'm just like, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm a fit IQ, just you know, trying <laughs> to help people and stuff. And I'm trying to remember if I have it because I feel like I still have it, but I think I can remember mostly most of it is um, have you ever had an experience where uh, you see someone struggling? with paying their debt and and living paycheck to paycheck well i am that individual that helps them get out of that situation by changing their mindset with um, how they view money and then figure out a plan by you know budgeting and and savings and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's just like the gist of it so like when i was able to say i was like okay more positive and confident yeah. about myself and stuff so I really enjoyed that so I think that's the other reason because I'm saying like it's it's combining all of them all at mm. once because right. you're trying to figure out um you're trying to tell someone a problem and then mm-hmm. figure out the solution and I, I was able to mention how to solve the solution and yeah. then we always go back to our mindset right mindset right right exactly Right, and so we exist uh, essentially to to help people, 
right? Uh, to make better um, financial decisions, etc. And um, you know, you want to associate with people who who have the recipe, um, like um, Michael Leachin said. You yeah. know, find the recipe and stick it to the recipe, right? I definitely got to read that article because I glimpsed it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you shared it with me. And I believe he he has like, didn't he write his story, essentially? Uh, I'm not sure, perhaps, not 100% sure. Or is this that he, he goes to so many, like, he's done so many presentations where he talks about what he's done. Yeah, like he talked a lot about um, what he does. Um, I, I don't know if he was, I don't know if he, he was the one who wrote this article or someone else, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely. And um, if you know, like, you know that um, the, the Ram Museum, like he's donated a lot uh, to the Ram Museum in Toronto. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, he, he does a lot of uh, incredible work. He's done so much uh, for the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, real, 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 the real G. Uh, Michael Leachin is the real, real G. So, so the real OG. Hopefully, you can't say, exactly. You can't say we never give you uh, somebody to look up to. There, there are many others, right? Many, many others out there, but uh, definitely worth uh, reading about Michael Leachin and um, his story from mm-hmm. Portland, Portland, Jamaica, oh, one of the smallest parishes. Yeah. Portland is just nice and cute and on the beachfront and very quiet. You know, if you've ever been to Portland in Jamaica, you know, it's all about beach and the good vibe and thing. Very quiet. And uh, that's where uh, he came from and his company, Portland Holdings. Yes. That's his major company. Uh, it's called uh, Portland Holdings. Nice. Right? And I, I, I'm going to assume he named, named it after Portland where he came from. So... I would hope. I would hope. Nope. Sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta represent where you're you're coming from, right? Yes, yes, hundred um, percent. Any way you can and stuff. Hundred percent. Let's see. Like, I'm 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 really excited overall that yeah. we've been able to get this chance to you know share his story and then ideally um, be able to share our stories and live on his dreams and yeah, 100%. And I think it, it's 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 wise that you know this this live or well it's not live but you guys are gonna see the video and then mm. tomorrow it's going to be released that's actually yeah that's how we should so Saturdays 5 30 <laughs> will wow. be the lives and then we still release it for a podcast on Sundays at 11.11. We still want to give you guys, you know, we, we're giving you guys, or guys and ladies, the best of both worlds. Yeah. So now we have to actually look nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. to, usually we just like, you know, Very just, cool just chilling and just like, ah, no one can see yeah. us. It's okay. But now, now you guys can see us, and now you can subscribe on YouTube, um, and also subscribe still on uh, Anchor and and all that good stuff. Instagram, uh, share, like, comment. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll be able to see the chats, and uh, yeah, you have anything to say, sir? 
Yeah, you know, that, 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 that's good. And um, just want to say, you know, like, um, I know this is a very difficult time and, you know, big up to all of the, um, the mothers out there. And, you know, like, like I said, please again, share your, your, your thoughts and prayers uh, for Camille and her family. Um, you know, definitely, um, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult, uh, uh, time for us all, um, you know, yeah, uh, but you, you guys I'm are lucky. Gonna, I'm strong enough right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are incredibly strong to oh, be here and, uh, to be sharing knowledge. It's, it's, it shows you, uh, shows us how much, uh, this is important, uh, to Camille, uh, mm-hmm. but also it's what her mom would want as well. Absolutely. Her mom is still listening and her mom listened every single week uh, exactly. to the podcast and she All would right. not want me to um mope around and stuff yeah so. yeah 100%. a little a little <laughs> but you guys can't see that right yeah <laughs> um, and i will um i going like the next couple of weeks we're gonna have a mother's day special first of all you know yeah. that's coming up and I want to also share what I've learned. So everyone is prepared for those times. Because yeah. it's right now what's happening is no joke. And I mean, you could be prepared or you can't be, but I definitely say save as much as you can. Definitely <laughs> something we, we, we should talk about. Yeah. Because you know it's something that we don't talk about. Yeah, uh, and enough, so and these are the it's going to be um, an uncomfortable conversation. But when the time is right, I will share it. Like not all, but I will share it just so everyone else can learn. Because even my mom said we our community doesn't talk about these things or prepare mm-hmm. for these things. So yeah. it would be a disservice for my mom not to share what I've experienced and, mm-hmm. and all the things. Because now me have to, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look at the finances and everything, right? <laughs> so yeah. it would be, I, I just want to share that information so people are aware of what to be prepared for. In yeah. A big list. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty good um, segment. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, on that note, we're always gonna we're gonna still have our intro, outro. We're not sure how it's gonna work um, when live comes, but we'll make it work. No matter what, we'll we'll slowly improve, slowly transition into different things. You know, we're only getting bigger. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that note. Give me a second, y'all. This is how this is how we do it. Okay. Tune. Mm. <laughs>